0: Hey, Sex Nerds, Dave Ross here, I'm the co-host, um, but you knew that, probably. Uh, I said this last week, but uh, I just wanted to say it again, I have some stand-up dates coming up in, um, in the Southeast, uh, I'm touring with two friends, uh, the tour is called Feelings, a comedy tour, um, and I'd love to see you out of the show, we're going to Phoenix, Albuquerque, Austin, Houston, and San Antonio, and then we have a final show in LA, and the dates are May 26th through June 2nd, so uh, i love if you came, uh, look us up at FeelingsTour.tumblr.com or Facebook.com slash FeelingsTour. Thanks.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com.
2: Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Hello, sex nerds. It's time. Sex nerding is about to commence, Dave. It's time. It's time. The time has come. I I never make any decisions about how I want to start the show. Like, hello, everyone.
0: That would be weird. Hey, guys. Every show, you're like, hello, everyone. (laughs)
2: It could be a thing.
0: It could be. I mean, actually that would be better than hey,
2: hey how are it's sexy hour. Welcome yeah. to the
0: Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. <gasps> Today we'll uh, be talking about coming. <laughs> this is already the end of the show.
2: <laughs> and actually, today we are going to be talking about orgasms. We're going to geek out hardcore. Um, because when I, I mean, I know what I know, but then there are so many experts out in the world with their uh, world of knowledge about what they know. So we're going to have an amazing talk with the, the sex nerd extraordinaire, Megan Andy. you. Hey, Megan. Hey. Thanks hey. for coming on on. <laughs> So I like coming on things But first of all How are your orgasms lately Dave?
0: Fine yeah. Just fine Yeah Yeah, uh, yeah. I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten laid In a little while But like Yeah Orgasms are fine yeah. Not that long Not that mm-hmm. long at all actually Like three mm-hmm. weeks Or a month It hasn't been that long That's not that long uh, Wait you haven't no. had
1: an orgasm
2: in three weeks? No I haven't had sex oh, okay. In like a month Okay, Three weeks okay. Something like that uh-huh.
0: Okay Um.
2: I don't know if I could go three weeks without having an orgasm.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. I can barely go two days.
2: Yeah. Uh, It's difficult.
0: That's weird. Like, when I was younger, there was always, I always hear older people talking about, like, Oh, man, when I was 15, I would jerk off every day. And uh, talking about jerking off every day as if it's a bad habit or something. Mm -hmm. But everyone I know masturbates every day. It's girls good. and boys. Relaxing. I mean men and women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> kids. Everybody, kids do all yeah. sorts of bodies Oh, kids certainly yeah, do that. Yeah.
0: They must. Yes. Too.
2: Everybody. Um Yeah,
0: they're fine. I'm all good. I'm all good.
2: So I have not been doing my vibrator diet as much as I should be doing. So I'm Well, you're vegan. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. And then I eat a cheese and pepperoni pizza and I'm not vegan anymore. Uh, But right now, I'm, yeah. So I'm having a little difficulty in the non-vibrator orgasm category, mainly because I'm incredibly lazy and distracted. So I'm really excited to talk about this stuff because I think it may inspire me to, you know.
0: Get back into the vibrator game?
2: Yeah, I think it's also just, I mean, okay, first of all... Hello, Megan. Hi. Hi. Sorry. What's okay. up, Megan? I wanted to do a little check-in with Dave <laughs> to be like, so how's your orgasm? How are my orgasms? Okay, let's talk about orgasms. My but orgasms are I great. Let's talk I wanna, to Megan. Now I want to know about the the orgasm, the, the vibrator diet. It's, yeah. It's because, okay, when I was first started like masturbating, it was really like, I didn't understand how females masturbate, and I was like, you know, like pre so Should have called me. Then there was a That's back rape p- <laughs> <laughs> That was a little. I realize. That was a little. And we're- in the same age range, so... I mean, I guess it would
0: have... It was a joke. Yeah. I still have no idea.
2: Um, but, so, there was a back massager in the house, so that became my bath to orgasm. So, for the first, like, eight years of my sexuality... I didn't know anything else in terms of how to reach orgasm, beside like an incredibly strong a hitachi, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and then I learned through a long process of like basically bridging my way over to non uh, vibrator orgasms, like with a lot of personal work i've been orgasmic in Mm -hmm. non-vibrator ways and then just in the last year and a half i have just fucking just ruined all that work uh with a whole lot of vibrator stuff because for me i sort of regress into like you know you just get into that habit and then that's my habit now i can come without a vibrator it's just much harder.
1: i can't come with a vibrator
2: you can't come with a vibrator i can't
1: come with a vibrator really yeah interesting Uh uh-huh
0: that is interesting so it has to be. I mean, are there any toys that you use that work, dildos or is, it is
2: great? Oh, Clubs, oh, okay, dildos. But the great. vibrating it's is the what vibrating. you don't like. But your orgasmic uh,
1: without a totally. vibrator, okay. Okay. orgasmic without a vibrator. Huh? Yeah, but put a vibrator on me, and it's just.
0: It's a buzzkill.
1: Yeah, it is. I'm like, I'm not into this buzzkill.
2: I like feeling or mellow. I you know? like feeling my clit under my hand. Yeah. No, Bridget I sister. I love non-vibrating orgasms more than vibrator orgasms. Like, they're just different for What's me. What's the difference in feeling? A vibrator orgasm, it's like, you just don't build to it. It's just very, like... Just and, like, there's a lot of sound. Like, it's, like, crazy strong, but it's not necessarily, like, full body. It's just, it's a very localized feeling, whereas, like, something that with a hand... Like, yeah, your fingers, and there's that build, and then, like, it's there, yeah. and... It's just, it's just, it's also a like
0: an added bonus, probably. Maybe, you know what? As I was saying this, I realize it's probably bullshit, but, uh, I always get happier when I, uh, have to work for something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's more rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that comes into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you like, uh, your orgasm is happier for your efforts. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: Actually, also, well, For me, I've noticed that the like arousal process, like my body can be not very physically aroused, like, you know, engorged and whatnot. And a vibrator can take me over the edge, but manual stimulation and like just rubbing up against things and, you know, getting off that way, my body kind of has to more thoroughly go through the stages of arousal. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and that is much more rewarding, you know? So I don't yeah, know why I said it like just, a question. You just end up having yeah. a better orgasm. Yeah.
0: yeah, I find like sometimes it's weird for me. Sometimes I'll just... I, I'm sure a lot of guys are like this. Maybe not, but I will just be laying in bed or sitting in a chair or something on the internet or whatever. And it'll just occur to me that I can masturbate and Uh I won't be aroused at all. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh yeah, I like doing that. I'm just (laughs) going to do that. (laughs) And probably like three, four times out of 10, it just doesn't work Uh because I'm not aroused at all. And I'm like trying to turn myself on and I haven't made the effort to watch any porn or like even use my imagination. I'm just (laughs) masturbating. And uh, then it goes nowhere. And I'm like, well, that was failed. I'm going (laughs) to go make a sandwich and then we'll try again
1: but that's what I hear a lot of a lot of women come up to me and they're like it doesn't work. masturbation doesn't work And so I go back to, "Are you watching porn? Are you thinking about anything?" And then they give me this blank look like why would I be doing that? I should just be putting my hands on my genitals and I can come and I'm like, "Nope, you actually really have to use your brain Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah really that important. disconnect is <laughs> yeah
2: is, is, is odd the blank look there is that blank mm-hmm. look. And they just don't get it, mm-hmm. and yeah, and like, like what turns you on? What do you like? What gets your juices flowing? That's the scary from? thing. Because yeah. maybe I can touch my genitals, but if
1: I have to actually think about what I like, then I have to somehow acknowledge it, mm-hmm. and oh my god, I'm a bad girl.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Megan, yeah. we okay? Please, okay. You are an amazing <laughs> human being, doing amazing work in the in the sex field. Please introduce yourself. Tell everybody what you're up to, because. We've already discovered that you sound good with a microphone and you know things, but now we want to, like, your bio and stuff. Right. And that I don't come with vibrators.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, my name might be less creepy if we talk about my <laughs> Um I, I get nervous every time. I, so, I, I work as a sexologist um, and run... Uh, sexuality center in Rhode Island and talk a lot about sex and work with medical doctors and students and college students and talk to the general public about sexuality. And mm-hmm. then I w- actually been working really hard to try to mentor new sexuality aspiring professionals into the field mm-hmm. that are in
2: my area. Yeah, you can give out asex certification now or uh, credits.
1: Yep, and I have a internship program in which we're taking 13 have been selected so we had a pool of 30 i've been running that for
2: a year and a half now and we first started off with four and then it went to six internship program like they're all your minions and they get to do your minion work of sex positivity i'm like what do they do
1: um they i give them research articles that they have to write rebuttals for or critique Huh. Um, they have to order sex toys and find out which companies are good to work with and which companies are not good and how to have a professional tone and like they order sex toys and actually for free. Like we want donations. We need donations. Oh, I see. I, can, see. I can't sell anything in my center, so we. I have them write reviews that don't talk about their genitals but talk about how it could be used well for various different people. Um.
2: I oh, have, what's your what's your website so if, so people can?
1: Oh, so the website in which I work mostly with college students is is Oh Megan like
2: Oh Megan I can't believe you said that mm-hmm. or uh, Oh Megan <laughs> right? Although <laughs> I just went to her she had a class before we came here on sex and disability and was saying that like her mom said Oh like Oh Megan and like I'm totally thinking in my head like Oh Megan and you know it's not the same and that's not how it was supposed
1: yeah, no. to be. But things change.
0: Sure. <laughs> There's all sorts of meetings that could happen.
2: That's right. Um, oh, Megan. Yeah. Like, exactly. Oh, Megan. Right. What are hey. you doing here? <laughs>
0: Why is Megan here?
1: Yeah. What's in her bag this time? <laughs> yeah. And what's your center's site? The center's site is the CSPH. Okay. So the Center for Sexual Pleasure and Health.org. And, and you're on
2: Twitter, too. So, yep. Under
1: Hi, oh, Megan. It,
0: hi-oh Megan yeah
1: not hi-ho Megan hi-oh right
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better
1: choice but Hi-o, people Megan. tweet that to me all the time and I'm like oh, hi-ho
0: It's oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> really smart that you did that
1: hilarious
2: oh god you know people when they see my name like, in the corner of their eye on twitter they think it says uh, sex nerd Santa <laughs> oh, that's <really>? great oh <laughs> uh, anyway okay so let's get into the ser- sex nerd nerdiness of it um So we were talking before the show about how to talk about orgasm. And I'm like, should we split it up between, like, male bodies, female bodies? But then, Megan, you were like, no, because we all are capable of orgasm all over the body in all sorts of different ways. Mm -hmm. A little background information. Okay, so at the class you just taught, we yeah. all got these little ginger men, uh, gingerbread men cut out like just pieces of paper where you drew with a crayon like red for places I like to be touched and blue for places that are like, yeah, whatever, like I don't like you to touch me there. And I realized that a few episodes ago we talked about um, how some research at like um, at Quad S or Momentum Con, one of the conferences, they found out that um, straight men view a lot of their a lot less of their body as erogenous zones and a lot more of the body as just neutral territory. That's not necessarily sexual. So there's a lot of penis focus. Whereas gay men were a little more like, Hey, yeah, suck on my toes, you know, that kind of stuff. And I got like a really angry uh, comment on Nerdist that was just like, just cause I, you know, th- it doesn't make me a freak just because I, I don't want to someone to play with my elbow or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant that, you know, our bodies are fun to play with and stuff. <laughs> So it was just oh, funny. Oh, sure,
0: yeah. That's oh, that's too bad. But yeah, it was. It came off that way.
2: It's okay, but it, it's. I would like, please tell us about how the body is an orgasmic sort of instrument, or or can you introduce that to us? Yeah, I the
1: the quick down and dirty is every single body is capable of having an orgasm, mm-hmm. and people are like, will shake their heads and they'll be like, yes, and then I'm like. Even people with spinal cord injuries, even Mm -hmm. people that have had their clitorises removed, all bodies are capable of having orgasms. And that's where you see the light bulb go off Mm of, oh, she's not just telling us the fluff. Like you just said, clitoral removed. Mm -hmm. Like all bodies are capable. Doesn't mean all bodies have them, Mm -hmm.
2: but they're capable. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Like the studies where... Like you hear like 30% of women uh, haven't had uh, orgasms during intercourse and some people will like hear that and go oh that just means I'm physically incapable of it it's like no that right. just means you haven't had it like that hasn't been part of your experience yet Right?
0: is there a common like overarching uh, uh, reason for uh, a, a person being hindered in having an orgasm
1: usually it is And please don't take this in the voting context, but it is usually associated with conservative sexual values.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it's a mental block. Yes, they believe they're not supposed to, or they believe that sex is wrong.
1: They don't masturbate. So there's what's considered what in 2010, study took place in a university in Texas. I don't know the exact name of the study, so forgive me on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they found that people who, um. Felt good about their genitals, felt good about their body, communicated about sex, had sex, masturbated, and understood how their bodies functioned and where things were located, associated themselves as having liberal sexual values Mm -hmm. versus the people who answered no to those identified as being having conservative sexual values. Sure. And... Maybe this is how things lined up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um... So that is what has been associated with if you are capable of having, if you've had it drilled into you that orgasms are bad and, you know, masturbation is going to cause you to become deformed, um, which I had a student freak out this semester because I asked the group of probably 200 students to stand forward in various places of how they had orgasms through masturbation. And I made it very safe, so Mm -hmm. nothing was really disclosed. And this girl came up to me afterwards, and she just looked at me, kind of scared, deer in headlights. And she's like, so wait, I just watched 200 people walk up and disclose that they masturbated and had orgasms. Uh And I said, yes. And she goes, and they all walked up there. And I'm like, yes. And she said, but nobody had any crutches or was in a wheelchair
0: interesting and
1: i was like no and she just (laughs) stared at me and she goes i was told that all the people that were in the wheelchairs oh no had masturbated
0: oh who by whom i her
1: by her family
0: Wow.
1: That is so sad. Is that- and it was a complete... I like, couldn't understand why the questions were coming out so long and so drawn out and why there was so much sure. silence. But her brain must have been exploding. I'm projecting, but it must mm-hmm. have been exploding by what she had just witnessed.
2: Yeah. Right. I mean... Huh. That is... Now, I
0: don't... I certainly don't judge anyone based on their religious beliefs at all or their beliefs in general, but that is... Especially curious what the point like what the reason I can sort like I can I can understand why you don't tell you tell people that premarital sex is bad. Like I I actually get where that comes from. But telling someone that you shouldn't masturbate, what is the threat there? Do you know? Like I think it's
1: ownership of the body. I think it's we don't
0: You don't want them to do what I don't what
1: I don't think that they want them to have control over their body on some
2: level. Right. I mean, there's also this black hole for a lot of people. Where it's like, that's just bad. And then there's that, that perception sure. of, this is bad, don't do it. And it passes on from generation to generation for right. lots of different right. reasons. Right, and then
0: at a certain point, you don't even know why. Right. Yeah.
2: So, yeah.
0: Wow, that is that is crazy. That is one of the crazier things I've ever heard.
2: Isn't, oh Also, Megan has disclosed to me that she's taught orgasm courses and t- about orgasm, and people have well, literally passed out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The...
0: See well, that makes more sense to me. This,
1: what you're seeing here. Oh, what are we seeing? The, oh, this PowerPoint presentation, which I kind of have a random image of.
2: Um. I'm really into this, actually. <laughs> it's an alternate masturbation technique for trans women. This is a slide. It says, "Keep in mind," and it, it it's like a small. I mean, it's, it's a, it, to me, it just looks like a pack, a male package. You know, I see penis and balls, but I, I see how actually, but they sort of it's folded. smaller they're
1: folding in the cock so it doesn't feel like a cock to them and it feels like they're holding a clit
2: and they're getting off that way and then I have so oh trans women I was reading trans men and Mm. I was confused okay trans women I see so they're folding the soft penis like in on itself right okay so that they're masturbating something smaller okay right
0: Interesting.
2: And that made people pass out? No, actually, this a slide earlier um,
1: in which I showed different nerve pathways, why orgasms feel different from mm-hmm. one another is mm-hmm. because of the nerve pathways that they go through, that they process through. And that caused someone to pass out And twice. And then the other time that they passed out was watching people's faces while they were masturbating from the neck up. Was it Beautiful Agony? That's the newer
2: version. Mm -hmm. Um, That's
0: of what? What are you talking about?
2: Oh, people being filmed their faces while they're masturbating to orgasm. So you get to see their faces.
0: Oh, where does this happen? (laughs) It's like totally (laughs) unaware.
2: San Francisco, they did it. It's called,
1: um, I can't.
0: Of it right it's like now. a video series
2: okay
1: yeah well it was this one video project it was a documentary um faces of ecstasy faces, faces of, of ecstasy. ecstasy right
2: p.s it is as megan pointed out earlier masturbation made right so love yourself so that's that's fun. Fun. and love yourself love yourself
1: participate in the masturbation thon i'm always happy about that
2: <laughs> uh, there's actually a masturbation a thon really in San Francisco and I think there's several
1: around just in oh you can the entire country can like you can just download a pledge form mm-hmm.
0: and you but okay but San
1: Francisco holds yeah. a masturbation like in public
0: you go to a convention center and masturbate mm-hmm. interesting
2: I and uh, I haven't ever been to this or witnessed it but I'm really curious about this three days sh- like three
1: days short from it I'm going to San Francisco three days after it. I'm pretty sad. Oh, I man. know. I know How long is it? Uh, They do it for the full day.
0: That is a lot of masturbation.
1: It is. And there's contests, like how long was the orgasm? How
0: far did it go, I would bet.
1: that's ejaculation, which is separate.
0: I mean, yes, but it's also a part of masturbation.
1: They're actually separate. They can happen at the same time, but they're actually separate.
0: I mean, in what regard are they separate?
2: They're... Yeah, there are two. There are two separate sexual uh, physical processes that happen at the exact same time sometimes, but sometimes the orgasm will come sooner. Like I, I don't know, I've been with male partners where they'll like, I can, they're clearly having an orgasm and they haven't actually shot yet, so they're having the orgasm for a couple seconds before they actually start shooting, and I'll see that because they're just two different things going on. Oh, at the same I thought time. you
0: meant masturbating and ejaculating. Um, so you, what you're saying is that that. At a masturbation convention, ejaculation wouldn't even be addressed?
1: Ejaculation is addressed, but okay. they address it as an ejaculation, not an orgasm. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, we got really nerdy
2: <laughs> about like being precise. Yeah, really I wasn't precise. arguing with you. I uh, was, I was did I re- come across like we were uh, arguing? I'm sorry.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I definitely would love to watch a shooting contest and see how far people could shoot. Yeah, I was just
0: bringing up another possible oh, okay. game that could be played at the match. I think
1: that I love unit. that game. they definitely do have that game,
2: but okay, th- yes, that is part of the game. I would bet. Yes, yeah. you'd know be a fun game. What? Okay, because I just learned about the whole um, like anal probe during orgasm and scientific research to like because you'll feel like body pulsations in oh. order to be able to know that there's an actual orgasm going on. Tell me about this. I don't know Um this. God, which, I don't know. There's so many talks going on, but... Uh, oh, um, oh, I can't remember his name, but he gave a whole thing about the physicality of what goes on in the brain during orgasm. And we'd said this a few episodes ago uh, when I was recapping, but the body will... Uh, the ass will contract about eight times per second yep. during... Yeah. Um, that. So... An, a small anal probe, they can actually tell so that you know that someone's not faking when you're examining someone's like brain and what's going on during orgasm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You know? Right. So it would be fun just to sort of see whose contractions are like the strongest. And, like, you know, like, just be like who squeezes the thing the most oh. during orgasm. I don't know. I just, I really just like competitions <laughs> involving genitals. That's all. I'm just on you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, good times. Yeah. So tell us about nerve pathways. I love nerve pathways. Um, Don't we all? They're super sexy, aren't they?
0: I mean, pretty much all the best things come from them, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, I just learned that if someone has had a heart attack, that they should not receive receptive anal penetration for at least six weeks after.
0: Interesting. Why?
1: Because it stimulates the vagus nerve, which can cause a
2: drop in blood pressure, huh. which can start. Whoa. Yeah, kind what of like crazy
0: machines we are. Like amyl nitrate
2: <laughs> so and um, Viagra and stuff like that. Yeah, that drops the blood pressure. Exactly. So receptive anal penetration. Right. Not on the list of things, things to, do. to do. Interesting, but well, that could be so relaxing for some people. Yep. But no, yeah, no. Yep. Wait a minute. Okay, so you just mentioned the vagus nerve. Yep. Now, I know there's the pudendal nerve. Mm -hmm. Did I even say that correctly? Pudendal? Pudendal. 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 I also have a um, New England accent, so. Pudendal. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Wisconsin? I don't know what I just did. It
0: doesn't sound like an accent. You said pudendal, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't hear it at all.
2: We talk out of our noses, so sure. Yeah, but like I've been saying hosiery all my life. Now people are like hosiery. I'm like, what what is this shit? That's (laughs) that's
1: like a sixty year old word, hosiery. Yeah.
0: Ugh, get away from my hosiery. (laughs) 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 Also, just saying hosiery at all is.
1: But still
2: used. There's the hosiery department. There's no nylon department. Yes, yeah, the hosiery department. Yeah. But but I say hosiery. Oh, I was I was just, never taught hosiery. Like, uh,
0: if you want some hosiery, get over to Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's
2: just like what's correct and where, why. Anyway, so pudendal, pu- pudendal, pudendal. So there's that pudendal? one, and and what does that encompass? The pudendal nerve is on
1: parts of the body that are outside. Mm-hmm. So clitoris, penis, anus, nipples. No, not, nipple, n- not nipples. Penis, the head of the penis, um, the scrotal sac, um, anus, and clitoris.
2: And like the lips, like the vaginal lips. Mm-hmm. And then the vagus, where does that encompass?
1: Vagus is internal. Um, mm-hmm. Vagus goes through the entire body, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, lots of fun things can happen with, with the vagus nerve. Um, actually, there was a scientific journal article... Um, that won like a fake prize that found you can stop the hiccups if you digitally insert a finger into someone's rectum. Because <laughs> <laughs> it stimulates the vagus nerve. Interesting. Yeah.
0: What is the. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to use that uh, the next time one of my friends has a hiccup. I'm like going to bring goofy, that up.
2: Goofy acupuncture or right? acupressure, right? Yeah. No.
0: Fifty and years from now, we're going to uh, we're going to find out that literally any problem can be solved by putting a finger something. in your butt. Just put a finger in your butt; it's fine. I was actually, get rid of
2: actually whatever
0: Lyme disease.
2: Dave, I think you've made me laugh so hard a few times that I started hiccuping. And that's look, great. I, oh sometimes when I laugh hard or in certain ways in my chest, I start hiccuping. And I once was refused a drink at a bar because I was hiccuping, and he thought that I was too drunk. But I was like clearly, like, I was so sober, but I was just had been laughing really hard. I I think the story ends with a finger in it. I think so, too. No, that's just like a thing where it can be really socially awkward that I'm hiccuping like crazy because I had a good laugh. So now it's like, all right, stick a finger in my ass. Okay, (laughs) copy that. I need to carry lube in my purse Always, Yeah. Always. Always be prepared. Yes.
0: I actually still don't totally understand what these two nerves are. Uh, Like, I know where they are, but like the Vegas nerve can be. Yeah, I mean, I don't.
1: So the Vegas is. Is is a traveling nerve and that's actually less important. So the the pelvic and the pudendal are the two main nerve pathways that produce different types of orgasms. So okay. how I tend to break this down is because magazines are always every month. They're like, are you having the best orgasm of your life? Ugh. Are you having this type of orgasm or that type of, I'm like, okay, stop this. Cause you're just making everybody feel like shit about the orgasms that they are having. If they are having them. Um, And making them fearful that they're not having the best orgasm ever because we're so goal focused. Mm -hmm. So if we break it down in terms of anatomy, if you touch the outside of the body, it produces sharp, fast, intense, genitally focused orgasms. Versus if we go into the inside of the body, prostate, G-zone, anterior fornix,
2: vaginal. Oh, I like G-zone. I like that way better than spot. Right? The G-zone. The P zone.
1: It causes full body orgasms that go through our entire system and tend to be a little bit more pulsation versus sharp, intense electrical shocks.
0: Interesting. So, like, what I guess mechanically, what is an orgasm? Then that's something I've never actually thought about. Is it just like an explosion of like synapse firing? It's just like is that. good
2: Question, this, Megan. Yeah. This, oh my God. So. Tell us more things. <laughs>
1: So an orgasm is defined as muscle tension um, being released in the lower pelvic region. So that's how the and a release of endorphins. That is what is technically defined as an orgasm. So whenever you go by the books, like in the bookstore and you see that stupid book that says learn how to have a one hour orgasm, I want to hurt that person Mm -hmm. because that's not physiologically possible like they need to go see a neurologist if that's happening (laughs) Sure, you can experience an hour of pleasure and wonderful things can happen but an hour-long orgasm if
0: your pelvic region is relaxing for an hour then at the end of it you will no longer have pelvic muscles Uh, which I don't know
1: it could be cool you guys, yeah. everything about that? I like fecal incontinence. No I, I I like having. You like cont- taking a shit? Is I, I that what like, you
0: say? I
2: like being able to control my shit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's.
0: I, I thank God for that every morning.
2: <laughs> it's like amazing orgasms, incontinence, amazing. <laughs> right, I'm right, a, Yeah. Right. No, I um, I don't know. It's I just, could I could do like a ten minute orgasm. That'd be fun. Like a ten minute orgasm. Can we do that? You no, know? no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't happen. What if I'm really tense? What if I'm the tensest? The, the what it, if you're a statue? On, on, no, ten, like tens because she says it's a release of tension. But it's it it causes your brain to go like
1: into epileptic seizure. So it's it's really not good to have orgasms. Like the on average, if we're looking at um, clitoral owners and penis owners, like. On average, it's 8 to 12 seconds for an orgasm for clitoral owners and 5 to 8 seconds for a penis owner.
2: It's like lightning striking when you start building that tension between the ground and the sky and then it strikes and you're like, ah.
1: And you can have longer ones if you do Kegel exercises, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen anything that's found anyone to have an orgasm that has lasted, like a a Mm full-on orgasm that's lasted over fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's some people that have gone for like twenty five or thirty, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen
0: Even that's long. It that is a is long so time. So long. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine an hour.
2: <gasps> oh God. <laughs> you really? No need to go late see for a doctor. Work, right. Man, this is crazy. So what about the um now I have not done research into this and I know that we have at least a couple of listeners that experience this fe- uh female that um the thing where they have orgasms when they're just walking down the street, and it's really embarrassing. Persistent like, genital arousal disorder. Exactly yeah. that. Do you have any information about that? That's nice. Or so who are these people? Who
0: are these? people?
2: And what people? are their
1: they're phone They're very numbers. sad people. Oh. They're very, very, very it's, sad people. And they're really? Huge, yeah. You actually like the. Uh, so I'm not advocating this, but um, the majority of those folks will try to commit suicide because oh, no. it's, they can't function in society. And it's been linked to um, taking medication with tra- taking the medication Trazodone, but mm-hmm. it's not true in all
2: cases. Trazodone, what is that for?
1: I believe Trazodone is like a muscle relaxer,
2: like okay. a, some type of pain medication mm-hmm. pill. Uh, P.S. That sound, if you're hearing uh, a wild, crazy show going on in the background, that it would be the Meltdown Open Mic Show. Uh, FYI, listeners. Hi. Yeah.
0: So. Doing this just as that's happening.
2: Yeah. It sounds like we're in a really cool place with like lots cool stuff going on because we are actually it yeah yes.
0: it's amazing hey you should go to the meltdown open mic uh, whether you're a comic yeah. or an audience member it's
2: awesome yeah awesome um but anyway continuing onward so but is there treatment for women like that um the, or people like that are i haven't heard of males having that i haven't heard of that either or read any research on
1: that um it has only been female identified individuals who complain of it um is usually debilitating mm-hmm. and it gets a lot of like jokes get me because people are like totally. oh like, and recently i was talking with someone in which they're like can you teach how to have um passionate how to have orgasms anytime place? um in any in like at any moment. And I'm like, No, actually. Because that's like a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't actually
2: want that. And they're like, oh. Yeah, if you think about oh. it for a moment. Well, I
0: think that person probably wanted to control it. Consensual,
2: uh, like a superpower.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just like and now I will orgasm like that.
2: You know, it almost is like um oh god, like the last X Men movie, like the prequel or whatnot, when and like all the mutant kids are trying to control their powers and there's like they're all kind of. It is like that. Weird, that's exactly what it's like. Where it's like, like yeah. I, I, I can't open my eyes, or else I'll like shoot lasers at people. <laughs> like oh, I hate everything. You know, it's can't get on the learn. subway, or
0: otherwise I'll come.
2: Right. Yeah. It's a little different, but yeah. well, but to not be able to control it and just be sort of controlled by this experience you have. I mean, that's. I mean, I'd be very upset. Sure. And it's a little traumatic, especially. Most, yeah, most there, people don't leave their house.
0: Is there a, um, a remedy for it?
1: There. Have been some things that have worked. I am not up to date with them, but you, this um, there's a sexual medicine clinic in San Diego that's leading
2: kind of the research on treatment for that. Okay, good to hear. Um, I want to get back to the whole pudendal pelvic nerve thing, right? And I'm imagining like branch, like the spine, and there's like these branches of nerves, you know, coming out like trees, and that's like the it's the pudendal bush mm-hmm. whatever of nerves but um male okay because okay the women they always hear like oh g-spot orgasms and this kind of orgasm and that kind of orgasm and like women are supposed to f- be able to freaking like orgasm from all these different places which to me is frustrating because then like you said like women are coming like why am i not having a vaginal orgasm why am i having a clitor- clitoral and there's too much goal oriented well, stuff but then you have males who are like it feels one way all the time this is all i've got i feel like no, because if you, the prostate
1: orgasms are completely different than penile orgasms. It's just getting over the stigma of sticking something up your ass. Mm-hmm. Maybe the hiccup thing will work. Like If we can advocate for, like, get the hiccups more often, it can calm them down about sticking things up their ass.
0: Wow, that's, but that's a terrible <laughs> way to solve <laughs> any a, problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just get the hiccups, and it'll
0: be way better.
2: <laughs> Honey, I got the hiccups. Get the loop. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> this is the time when it's socially acceptable to put something
1: in my butt.
0: Well, oh, thank God for hiccups.
2: Oh. <laughs>
1: so the there's there's a, the prostate does give a different type of orgasm, but then I think the other thing is like why are why are we so focused on G zone versus clitoral versus we're still in that area of the genitals versus some people can have orgasms through sticking things or stimulating their nose or mm-hmm. touching their elbows. So there's new research that came out regarding individuals having orgasms through doing abdominal crunches. Mm-hmm. Um, people can have orgasms through they're
2: getting their feet stimulated. Yeah, I people have, have, have sex. I have sex. People have uh, orgasms at the gym and whatnot when they're working out. Yeah. People sometimes. have sex at the gym. Did you know
0: that? It's
2: crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to work for... Uh, was a dj for this radio station uh and i'm obsessed with myself so i would read the comment like the message boards okay and there was one that just o- popped up one day this guy and this is in fresno which is a pretty you know i would say sexually conservative place by and large um and uh it, the guy the guy wrote um hey uh the only time i ever come is is while i'm going down on a girl am i weird is what he wrote and then the next comment under it this is like on the message board for like a metal rock station wow. and it was so and the next comment was so awesome the guy was just like nah man whatever's good for you is oh, good for you that's oh, cool Yeah, that's yeah, a happy
2: nice. yeah that's it was great so nice. that's so hot actually yeah. Uh, yeah. oh that's like a fantasy yeah. and I think
0: the next <laughs> comment was like fucking Pantera rules
2: <laughs> god I love that <laughs> Uh, people can be so surprisingly wonderful. I guess yeah. I love those moments. Um, wait, okay, so male bodies, I, I've never heard of this, but I feel like there's so much potential there. I feel like if you really. Build it up, build it up. You could have like a scrotal sac orgasm or like a shaft, you know, or like some release, not necessarily with ejaculate, But I mean, like I did experience a neck orgasm once. So I, I know what that feels like to have a non-genital focused orgasm. And it was really cool.
1: <gasps> I can reach orgasm from hearing a camera shutter click.
0: Are you really? serious?
1: Yeah. Like the old school kind? Like,
0: Have you had to train yourself to do that?
1: No, it happened. Like, I kept n- noticing that I was hearing, and, and it's never if the camera is pointed at me. It's always if I'm observing somebody taking a picture of something else and I hear the shutter, it's the intent of them mm. looking so directly at that object that for some reason my body in the past year and a half has started
2: to climax at. Holy shit. I know. It is a sexy sound. I'm, I'm into it. Thank you for sharing.
0: Well, now this is going to happen to me. <laughs> uh, do but you? It, are there any cases of people just having strictly mental orgasms?
2: Yes. Uh, oh, okay. yeah.
0: That's yeah. something that I've been like I've been obsessed with ever since I started having sex. Like, can I just make myself come with my imagination?
1: It's, yeah. It tends to be reported more with female-bodied sure. individuals, Makes but sense. also uh, just because it's popping into my brain yeah. now. Sure. As women age. They experience more nocturnal orgasms.
0: Really? Yeah. What dreams aren't common for young women?
2: I don't know if common or uncommon. No, the so
1: the reason I'm pausing is because um, I'm trying to go through the rolodex of my brain of what dreams, if they're identifying them as orgasms or ejaculations, and specifically in the research has been not that the vagina is lubricating but the, or that they're ejaculating, but that they're waking up climaxing. Sure, yeah. So, I don't know if... Because I, I haven't talked to any men regarding their wet dream past experiences.
0: Well, you just said that, that uh, women have more nocturnal orgasms as they get older. Right. And so I was asking you if that doesn't happen when they're younger. If it's it uncommon. doesn't. No,
1: that doesn't. Okay. But do you guys describe it as that they're having orgasms? Like, when when... As a wet dream, or are they just feeling the sensation of ejaculating?
0: Oh, uh, it's an orgasm. At least it was for me. Okay. Um, I don't know many men or really anyone who actually separate those two things. Most um, men don't, yeah. So, so I don't think that it would even come up. Okay. And I don't separate them because I've never... I mean, I've certainly experienced an orgasm just before ejaculating, mm-hmm. but I've never had them one without the other.
1: And so, yeah...
0: I have one wet dream that I really remember. It happened to me a, like a few times when I was going through puberty, but there was one when I was like, I was going through puberty too, but I was like 16 and I had passed out during the day on the couch in the living room. And I woke up and yelped. I uh, like woke up and my mom was in the kitchen. Oh my goodness. I just went, ah, <laughs> like that. And I we or like, oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> <All> oh,
1: <No>. right. <laughs>
0: And I was just like under a blanket, and I had had amazing sex in that dream. And I was just like, (laughs) my mom was there, and she's just like, are you okay? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Terrified. Oh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh,
2: oh,
0: man, that was scary. I
2: love that. Well. It's like, um, did you guys see um, Black Swan? No. Okay, so there's a moment where there is something sexual happening And then the scene shifts and suddenly a parent is present. Yes. And it is a really fucking jarring moment. Yes, it is. Um, I just didn't want to give anything away, sure. but it's just really funny cause you're in this really like hot moment and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm into this. I mean, Oh God. And like everyone's upset. <laughs> oh, great. Yes, I had my, put my hands down. I'm like, oh, oh, I feel so bad. I feel so bad yeah. for that person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, It's like a communal shame moment. Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you're listening and you saw the movie, then you know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. You feel like, Dave, go see the movie. And it okay. was a really strange movie. It was, it was fun. This but, is what I
0: hear. No, I heard it was good. Yeah. That is terrifying. I've never been caught masturbating, which is a side note. Have you?
2: I ha- well, Not by family members. I did have a partner come home in the very short time that I lived with this person, and I actively had a dildo inside me, and I was in bed. And, you know, I'm a napper, so it wasn't weird that I was in bed and stuff. You know, I did my day off, but I'm just sitting there like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> what is, what's going on? <laughs> and I like, was talking to you for like five minutes. I finally did I like, dishes. Finally I'm just like Look you caught me I've got a dildo <laughs> Inside me right now And he's just like This entire time I'm like yeah <laughs> I think we had sex then But it was just really Yeah that sounds perfect But it was like I wasn't like Yeah I've been getting off It was more like Hmm huh. <laughs> Hello <laughs> Hi yes. Oh
0: Fancy seeing you here <laughs> In this bed we share
2: <laughs> Oh memories was great Um
0: What about you Have you been caught By your folks No
1: No no, um, But I remember being desperately terrified of going to college because I was like, how am I going to masturbate? I always fall asleep by masturbating. What am I going to do with a roommate?
0: Yeah. that uh, I think that's tricky for a lot of people. Yeah. I, and you know, it's funny. I <laughs> There's this thing that I did in college that I'm not proud of uh, and I never told anyone. Um, and I was at an open mic before I even started stand-up. I was like, oh, I going to go see what this scary thing's like. And I went mm. And I think it was actually Chris D'Elia, who's like a famous comedian now. Uh, But either way, it was someone who had that sort of cadence. And what he was talking about was how, in college, he hated having a roommate because he was like... He ended up thinking that that he was gay or something because he spent a lot of time, like... uh, like, he would be masturbating, but he didn't want his roommate to wake up. So he would, like, go over to the roommate, like, and, like, sort of hover over his face and be, like, two inches from him and be like, all right, is he, is he going to wake <laughs> up? Is he going to wake oh up? My God. Okay, and then go back over and masturbate some more. And then, and then like, if he heard a, a, a shift in the room, he'd be like, ah, uh, is oh. he up? Is he up? And then go finish masturbating. And whoever this comic was was worried about being gay for it, or at least that was the joke. That wasn't my problem, but that's something I did a few times. Because, just, just, like, what do you, know, you got to masturbate? You got to masturbate. And I I have been like five inches from my roommate's face, just like is he awake? Okay, now I can I can probably come now. Uh, oh god, yeah. I hopefully t- he's listening. He's, <laughs> he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, married vegan lawyer. So now you know who you are. It's that roommate. Sup, dude? Yeah. Yep. Did that.
2: I insisted right. on having my own, my single. Like I could not share a room with somebody in college. Like I just I could not. Like I it was just not and i was highly sexual and so I, I just i needed my own room let's just say i, I demanded it it was just not, sure. not possible and luckily because of how i transferred and whatnot it's i was a able good to go. move i was like no, i can't, I, mm, I need my own room i
1: pity my ex-boyfriend's roommate because i just didn't care i was like i get to have sex a lot so sorry
2: you're here <laughs> oh okay <Right. laughs>
0: I think a lot of people did that in college. Yeah. I've been in those situations yeah. a bunch of times.
2: Oh God, why wasn't I? Oh right, because I didn't have a roommate. Never right. roommate yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they were
1: still like see, uh-huh. he pleaded with us once to stop. I remember that. So oh man. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, I
2: thought you were asleep.
1: Huh? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Wait, were you fainting? surprise? No, no, I went. I ran out of the room. I ran out of the the bedroom, oh. the dorm room. Yeah, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. This is horrible.
2: I can't believe this. I'm so sorry. It's tough to deal with. I'm yeah. So sorry. Oh, I thought you were like, bitch. Just be s- pretending. Yeah. Deal with it. I'm gonna have deal. sex now. I, he would
1: fake sleeping, and I would fake thinking that he was sleeping, and then realize. Okay. And he was a stoner, so I was like, he's probably passed out. It's fine. No biggie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then when he's like, please don't anymore. need to sleep. I was like, oh my god. <laughs>
2: god, I think we tell been ourselves on, on
0: his side of that. I. <laughs> I lived in Promenade Towers uh, my sophomore year of college, which is which is a a, uh, apart- a t- very tall apartment building in downtown LA. And I say it's there because it's a long way from USC. So when I would stay there, I would be there for the night. There was nowhere I could go. Right. And it was a 300-square-foot studio that I shared with one guy. We had bunk beds because it was so small because mm. we wanted to fit stuff in there. Yeah. And I get home. He wasn't expecting me to be there. He had a girl over Uh and he was like I was like ah oh, he's like, Can you go anywhere? I was like, No, man, I can't and he's like, Well, I'm gonna and I was like, Okay, like I can't do anything about this. I'm just gonna like put headphones in and just try to not think about the fact that you're having seemingly anal sex over me. What? And so here's what's amazing though. I was laying down and I I gotten up to go to the bathroom and I came and I'm I laying love down. All of this. I'm trying to go to sleep and uh and they're like doing their you're hearing like
2: you know like those sounds <laughs> And
0: there's like a, The occasional smell Coming down
2: I'm just, oh, <laughs> Jesus This is ridiculous Are they actually having Anal sex that you think I, uh,
0: <laughs> It sounded like it I hope uh, they had
2: lube up but there then, But then That's I true. don't
0: actually think so Because Because I think maybe she She just made uh, like different sounds than i was used to i got to know this girl pretty well um, <laughs> so they're like doing their thing and you're hearing like like skin sliding against skin and like lip smacking and just like like little moans and stuff and then i'll never forget this just out of nowhere i hear these two sounds in a row first i hear <laughs> like that and then my roommate goes what the fuck <laughs> and and she says I just love the smell of a man's armpit. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I was like 19 at the time and very sexually under-enlightened, and I heard this sniff, what the fuck, I just love the smell of a man's armpit, and then silence, and I burst out laughing. I burst out laughing, and I stood up, and I was laughing, I pointed at them, and I was laughing and i just I just went into the bathroom and i 'm sure they just heard echoes of laughter out of the bathroom. oh my I, God I came out and I was just uh, like oh i'm sorry I have to i'm gonna go to bed this is This is too much
2: oh my god that's fantastic. Oh. I can't believe yeah. you've been holding that one away from me for that so long. That never came up. Oh, God. Now <laughs> is the time. Wow. You and life. <laughs> sure, <laughs> That's yeah. A good story. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, That's oh, that yeah. ridiculous. Uh, so, one, Megan. Yeah. I want to, before we finish up here, I wanted to talk about uh, the whole G-Spot orgasm does it exist research all this drama you'd mentioned huff post a a thing um yeah that and then we'll probably finish off with the the secret tip that we talked about oh that pump do you with
1: uh-huh but okay. yes okay yeah. so g-spot stuff so so he, he, okay first i i think it's just important however you have an orgasm if you enjoy it that's awesome and stop looking for this magical spot that is traveling around mm-hmm. Um, I think that on some level we're so focused on, th- and I'm going to say the G zone because it's not a special spot that you touch and she comes like a banshee. It's it's an area that gets stimulated.
2: Mm-hmm. And we, we had a G spot episode just so you okay. know, so we have covered okay. a lot of just... Anatomy stuff and whatnot, okay. but um, but there's just a lot of controversy and a lot of news articles coming out right now. It's irritating, and I just sort of get angry.
1: Well, I think that it's on I think that it has to do with our preoccupation and focus on vaginal sex. Mm-hmm. On that's the way that she should be having an orgasm. Is mm-hmm. something should be in her vagina, and that's how she should be having a real orgasm. And the research is even talking and publishing articles regarding. There was one in the Journal of Sexual Medicine three months ago on how sex educators are doing damage to female body populations by suggesting that clitoral orgasms are good and healthy.
2: What? And it Journal got of pu- Sexual Medicine?
1: Yes, it got published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine. And I was like, and there was backlash. Like, why did you publish this research? This is this is crazy. It sounds like poorly done research. It doesn't sound like right. it holds any water. And he's got this huge, huge agenda like that he's pushing but i think that it really has to do with our focus and i hear this even within the medical schools like they know the anatomy they've dissected all these cadavers and they are still focused on how can i have an orgasm without touching my clit Mm -hmm. that's just the way i just it seems like if i touch the g spot or the g zone that i'm going to come and you're lying to me by not giving me the magic answer Mm.
0: Interesting. I got to read that study. I mean, in what way did it say that it was unhealthy?
1: Because vaginal orgasms are the better types of orgasms and they produce more sexual satisfaction and emotional satisfaction and relationship satisfaction. This is what the study said? Yes.
0: It said that, and it said that a
1: lot of value statements that that are not scientific. There was was a lot of value statements in it. Yeah.
0: That's so strange. It's just really weird.
1: And he's published various types, but I think that I I got most upset because he mentioned specifically how sex educators were doing damage to American women by talking about the clitoris being the seat of most orgasms.
2: Isn't that just I isn't that I, analogy? Yeah, yeah, isn't that like it's a part of our genital anatomy that is? It's only function or, is sexual pleasure. Yeah, and, yeah. That's like telling a guy that.
1: He shouldn't be able to come from his cockhead, right? And so we're back to Freudian theory on some level. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh God, <laughs> Freud! You gave us so much good, so much bad. Is there any?
0: I just have to read this article, and you I would like to talk read. to you about it at a later date. His because
1: his articles are just fascinating, and they keep publishing. Things, well,
0: where does he do this research? Like who does this he research person? on?
1: I will give you okay the information. Send, send me that shit. Yeah,
2: because you're gonna get mad. Uh. I avoid looking at a lot of what happens in the world because it just makes me pissed and I like being Cut. in a ignorant state of But it morbidness. should
1: it, I mean I should well, say that they they uh, blasted the journal
2: for publishing it.
1: Okay, that's good. Yeah. Lots of angry, angry, angry letters and emails.
2: So there's that. Yeah. And then there's this one that I read that some British group had Tested the g like the ceiling toward the belly button area of the vaginal canal. Didn't find any more nerve endings in any other area of the va- vaginal tissue, and so therefore they concluded there was no extra sensation there at the end. And I was very upset. Did you happen to see that? So
1: I saw I saw research that analyzed the last ten years of studies that had been published. And what they concluded through those previously published studies was that there was no, and this is where it gets tricky, there was no spot. But they And so what they were trying to say was, while there might not be a spot, it doesn't mean it doesn't fucking feel good. So mm-hmm. you don't have to have it labeled as a anatomical structure. Mm-hmm. But if it works for you and it gives you pleasure, then you should be... Going for it. And Mm -hmm. so the way I tend to talk about it is um, most people have sexual stimulation when their neck gets bitten or kissed or licked Mm -hmm. if they're aroused. But there's no special section on the neck. That's Like, like this is the kissing zone. Right. And so I think it's just a tweaking of the language in terms of this is the G zone. You know, it's, it's, it's a stimulation. It, it can work for you. It can make you feel like you want to pee and that makes you want to shut down um, and you don't like it. But so there's, there's not a spot. And Beverly Whipple has even said this, who wrote the G spot. She's mm-hmm. like, I didn't ever say that there was this separate structure, but more of this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I read. All right. Well, okay. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's like we should say, don't touch that area anymore, but maybe like just reframe the language.
2: Right. Well, I think having other people map out where it's supposed to feel good and where it's not supposed to feel good on your body is incredibly problematic for a culture since everybody's sensation spots are totally different. Right. Um, so, for someone else to be able to tell me, like, "Oh yeah, toward the belly button—that's where you're supposed to come." And then I'm like, "Poke, poke, poke, poke." Not working. <laughs> I'm broken. It's not a fun journey at all. Mm-mm. um But that is
0: where, though, just
2: so you know. <laughs> oh, Dave. <gasps> Uh, but for me, the the one that I write, I guess because there's always there's always an article that just makes me something's always crazy, weird happening out in the blogospheres with sex stuff. But what frustrated me is that they'd said that they tested cadaver nerve endings like, in the vaginal canal when we talk about the urethral sponge being past that tissue, yes, and that being like a host of fun sensation. And so, like the fact that they just were like, you know, chip chip chip, take a little chunk of this, nah doesn't exist the end i was like oh i hate you well that too and the other big research that came out last
1: year was where they did twin studies and my partner is is a physician and so he he and i have like really gone to bat regarding this study
0: please tell me twin share a clit. please
1: is that is that what you're gonna <laughs> no, say no but oh, i do I, yeah no no um, <laughs> i know that
0: that's not gonna be true sorry
1: the, no that's okay but they were they the twin studies are considered the gold standard in sexual in in research. And so they published that um, one twin didn't have it, so therefore it wasn't a a structure. And my partner was like, so the G-spot doesn't exist. And I was like, did you read that study? Because they didn't actually examine their bodies. They Mm -hmm. asked for their feedback if they thought that they had a G-spot. And it got published of, do you think that you have a G-spot?
2: Wait, wasn't there... The, I mean, that was, like, another British... Like, I feel like there, there was a stu, in, a study based on interviews of, like, English housewives. Have, have you found your G-spot? No. Have you found your G-spot? No. Have you found your G-spot? Yes. And most of them said no, so therefore they concluded that the G-spot's not there. Right. But if you're not aware... Like, I wasn't aware that the space between the inner and outer labia was, like, a rock star zone, yeah. so I just never really played in that area. Now I'm like, do it!
0: <laughs> well, but, I mean, how accredited are these? I mean, how how held high are these studies? Because surveying is a valid way of doing research, you know? Mm-hmm. It just is. And people who read this must know that it's a survey study. And they're like, okay, well, so this just proves that these people don't think they do, right?
1: Um, I mean, at least based on the comments. But I think, and and the outrage that came about, like, publicly regarding that study outside of the and sexual... The
0: outrage, that's so crazy to me. I mean, it's a survey study, right? Like,
1: Right, but sh- I think that what... It, I think the outrage comes from the fact that after so many years female bodied individuals are still they're still not recognizing bodily structures and we're not having that debate regarding male bodied individuals right mm-hmm. and so i think a lot of it like the clitoris has disappeared out of medical textbooks four times four times for over 25
2: years really recently
1: I like, can't, it's gone
2: back. I mean, I know that they existed back in the 1800s, and then like, suddenly it disappeared. Right. And then, and then... it came back, and then it disappeared I didn't again. realize it was yeah. oscillating. It, just,
1: it keeps... I mean, it's here now, but I'm... Recently, in the area that I'm at, they just published a new medical textbook, and it stated in there that inner labia are always smaller than... I'm sorry. Inner labia are always smaller than outer labia. And I'm like, this is not true. That's this an, is not medically accurate. Right.
0: And, well, who, Where does this come from like where who records this information into into these books
1: Text, This textbook was writers. This was this was in a new This was in an ivy league medical oh, school.
0: That is insane
1: And I had a discussion with the with the professor who wrote the book where I was like this is wrong information and They're like, well, it's not substantial enough for us to put it into and I was like, but you said always And that's not true and that's going to limit, and you're educating, and you're doing bad education. She's like, well, it's... And I had to really push for her to say, well, sometimes it happens.
2: Just to just acknowledge that tell you yes. I mean, my inner labia does extend past my outer labia. Then I'm fine. <laughs> like it's, it, and lots of women, actually, yeah. do. Yeah. It's not, but
1: she wasn't wrecking. And so I think that the, the outrage stuff comes from... I don't want to say policing but the fact that the bodies have a build up
0: it's uh yeah. years and years and years of being upset by it yep. well this is just something i haven't come across but that makes sense
2: but like labia menorah and majora i can see how if you were just hearing those words you'd be like oh so the majora are larger right the outer labia but those are actually like, not, it's incorrect yeah it's, and, and hmm. we wonder why people are going for
1: vaginal cosmetic surgeries or labioplasties because of like language is important
2: yeah Ugh. ugh. Okay. <laughs>
0: I wonder about that with textbooks a lot. I, there must be such misinformation in high school textbooks in general. Just you just must have learned a bunch of bullshit. I think uh, <laughs> probably from a lot of things.
2: He did not That's
0: chop down that cherry tree. No, that did never ever, happened. He you was not a person. That book?
1: <laughs> Lies my history teacher taught me.
0: Uh, no, but that sounds great. It's
1: a good book. Yeah, it's a good
2: book. Huh.
0: Man, I could talk about this type of stuff for hours. I really could. Um, there's, 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 there's a lot of so lies and bending of the truth on both sides of any argument. That's um, too bad.
2: I interviewed Megan recently in, where were we? Oh momentum. yeah. DC. Yeah. In DC at momentum con. And so I have this recording I've been sitting on where she freaks me out about, <laughs> uh, penile like injury stuff and I, we just put, blew it all out of proportion and I freaked out and so it's this funny little recording I think it's like 20 minutes long and so I, at some point I'm going to have to integrate that into our upcoming episodes but it's hilarious so because uh, I'm seriously and, and like I'm sleep deprived because I'm always sleep deprived at conferences you know so yes. I'm just like what are you saying to me right now about penises Uh so we'll definitely have to talk about that Um but right now I just um can you touch on because we, we do need to wrap this up uh pain and orgasm Oh, yes. So our sexy tip. Yes. Our sexy tip is that
1: orgasms are stronger than Valium. Does that really? mean that? Yeah. In terms of pain, like they are, for most individuals, are as effective as taking, I don't know the exact dose, but a... A dose of Valium in terms of cutting pain for most individuals. Some people can experience pain from orgasms, but most it will reduce their pain.
0: Wow, Wait. it's like how you can have a banana instead of a cup of coffee.
2: Wait, Vicodin Wait, or Val- Valium? Wait, what?
0: Yeah, like you can get energy from fruit if you eat fruit in the morning. I you didn't
2: can, know that. I mean, well, think about it.
0: You know, I mean, eating food in general gives you energy, and there's like oh. large amounts of sugar and whatever the hell else is in fruit. I know literally nothing about oh, uh, potassium. <laughs> yeah. Eat a bunch of fruit in the morning, and it'll give you a bunch of energy, and you won't crash. Huh?
2: Hmm. Valium. Valium. But isn't Valium the relaxing one, like rela- versus Vicodin? Vicodin's the pain one. Valium's like oh. the I'm stressed yes. out one.
1: Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Vicodin. It it's been long. It's oh, no, It's been no, no, long, no.
2: long, long. No, no, no. It's okay. okay. I only know this because I've tried Valium once yeah. before I went into surgery, and I, it totally relaxed me. Yeah, and I, I was like, like Valium, so that's where it was sticking in my yeah. head. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh. You <laughs> <I laughs> <was laughs> like Valium? <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Anyways. I like Valium, um, so.
2: And I realize, <laughs> did, now, not everyone is orgasmic. Some people are pre-orgasmic or having a hard time with orgasm. So, in general, like I've said before. Ooh, is
0: there post-orgasmic orgasmic <laughs> My orgasms are done. <laughs> My orgasming days. Oh, were they good days. <laughs> the salad days when I would orgasm.
1: I think that if now we I more live in more family conversations regarding orgasmic styles, we could learn a lot about how we function and how our orgasms are because they're tied to our genetics They're tied to our family history so how mm-hmm. our family members our mothers our fathers have orgasms is also correlated to how we have orgasms we just get creeped out by talking about that like mm-hmm. everybody does not mm-hmm. everybody but most family members like i don't want to think
2: mm-hmm.
1: about yeah. you having an orgasm right on both ends but
2: I never thought about that, but there would probably be some sort of, but it's so tied in also to attitudes and whatnot. Absolutely. It's hard to extract that, that specific, there's so much nurture involved in that. Mm -hmm. Any just quick tips on people who have a hard time coming? Like I always tell people like relax into it. You have to, Stella Resnick, who's an amazing therapist, always talks about relaxing into your orgasm. Um, Do you have any quick tips that come to mind? Masturbate. Just practice practice, practice, practice,
1: practice, practice. Don't focus on having an orgasm. Just mm-hmm. think of sexy things. Don't worry that anyone's going to find out about them. Just think of sexy things and masturbate using various types. Get in different positions when you masturbate. So on your tummy, on your side. Hump the furniture. Yeah, hump the furniture. Get doggy style. But. Don't get stuck of I'm supposed to lay on my back and spread my legs open and that's how I masturbate. Mm-hmm. Um, try different positions because that moves different energy around in your body. Check it, your medications. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't say this. Check your medications because hormonal forms of birth control have been directly linked with having the ability to have desire and have orgasms. Like, yeah. Check your medications. And male bodies,
2: too. Like guys have a hard time orgasming and guys can masturbate a lot and have a good time but then when they get with a partner there's a lot of like I can't come or I'm having a hard time with that Right. just think about how you're masturbating
1: and when somebody says that they have never like how do you know someone's had an orgasm please don't say then you've obviously never had one because the way our culture builds orgasms up Mm -hmm. is so over the top as opposed to the variations of orgasms that people experience and it does devalues the different types of orgasms that people Mm -hmm. can have so they that person could be having an orgasm but they may not know it yeah because cosmo keeps screaming are you having the best
2: orgasm ever and do your kegels do your kegels just kegels
0: hell yeah do Do your kegels
2: let's do it all together Okay. okay, let's do like a one long squeeze on the count of three. Ready? One, one two, three. three. <sighs> I'm squeezing. I'm squeezing. Oh my god, I'm squeezing. So hard. I'm squeezing. I'm squeezing. I'm get Wow, I'm squeezy. talking
1: as I'm doing this. Yeah. Oh.
2: I'm
0: not at all. Uh, I just pooped. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I did not expect to say that. <laughs> Pushing out there. Um, uh, Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, it, just uh, again, what what. Uh, Twitter website everything
1: sure, Twitter <laughs> handle uh, would be hi, omegan. um with with an like hi Megan ho Megan
0: h i o h megan hmm? is that it h i o h megan
1: h i o h megan yes, the Word. simple way too, not with any h's
0: h i o h m e g a n yeah plain Word. and simple Word.
1: Word. um you can find me on omegan. Dot com or the CSPH.org.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're doing amazing work. Thank you. So are you.
2: Ah, oh, thank you. Yeah. Dave to the Ross.com.
0: That's me. Dave to the Yeah. At Dave to the Ross on Twitter.
2: Yeah. Uh, Sex nerd Sandra. Uh, yeah. Google it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Google it. <laughs> It's, how many times can you say "sex nerd"? So it's like "sex nerd," Sandra, sexnerdsandra dot <laughs> com, sex nerd at gmail dot com. So, so it's just like it's just that's what it is. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Orgasms, okay, go play with yourself now yeah. or um, in private or or <laughs> wait
0: till work's over. Yeah, exactly. Like clock I mean, out first. Do that.
2: Get off the Stairmaster uh, first.
0: Yeah. Or, well, if it's ah. in your own living room, then you're probably fine. Unless it's your kids are home or, you know, there are all sorts of places you shouldn't masturbate. Oh, my God. You know.
1: All these conditions. <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> Just masturbate. <laughs>
2: uh, okay. And have sex. You can have, have sex, Have fun. Too. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Good night. Good morning. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Now leaving Nerdist.com.